Welcome to Zimmerman Podcast, Episode 97. Today, we're talking about the three steps you can take to being a better employee. Now, even if you own your own business like me, you're still an employee of yourself. And as a leader, it's your job to win Employee of the Month every single month, metaphorically, of course. Whether you're just getting started in a new job or working with a new boss or you're entering the workforce for the first time, you're probably realizing that being successful at your job takes more than just being an expert at what you do. It also requires you to work well interpersonally with the people around and above you. You've probably gone through years of school and special training to do your job, but no one's told you what it takes to be the kind of employee that makes yourself stand out at work. Well, I'm about to tell you my three best tips for being an employee anyone would want to keep around. All right, you ready? Let's do it. I'm Jessica Zimmerman, and this is Zimmerman Podcast. I'm a serial entrepreneur, mom to three, and professional oversharer who has spent a decade building my business and helping others do the same. From wedding floral design to business education, features in Martha Stewart Weddings and Forbes magazine, and even writing and publishing my best-selling memoir, Sleeping with a Stranger, my business has kept growing, evolving, and changing year after year, just like me. Because the best thing about building a strong business is the freedom it gives me to live a full life. And that's what Zimmerman Podcast is all about, sharing real, transparent, in-the-moment reflections about how to live a life, build a business, and lead a family through the good, the hard, and the messy. That's what we're doing each week, right here on Zimmerman Podcast. Welcome to the show. It's been a minute since I've been someone else's employee. I've owned my own business since January 1st, 2011. But before that, whether I was working at the kitchen store in my hometown or training to take over a Southern tradition, I learned how to be a great employee and what I'd look for in my own employees one day. Even today, I consider myself my own employee, and my goal is to be the hardest worker on my team. So whether you're self-employed or you're the star employee, I'm going to tell you three things you can do to win Employee of the Month every single month. Number one, learn to objectively assess your work. I have one foolproof question that can help you assess your contribution to your job. If you were the boss, would you give yourself a raise? Or would you fire yourself? I know this might seem like an extreme question, but try to take a deep breath and objectively assess your work. For example, those who have read my book, Sleeping with a Stranger, know all about this. But when my husband, Brian, was sick, he had almost a year where he could barely leave the bathroom. At the time, he was working a job that relied on him being out in the community, making connections, and being the incredibly personable guy he had been when he was first hired and healthy. Now, I knew that Brian was going to lose his job. It wasn't anything personal, but I knew that if I was the boss and I had to ask myself if Brian should get a raise or should he be fired, the answer was clear. In Brian's case, he was very ill, so he wasn't able to do his job. It wasn't anything personal. It just, he wasn't able to do his job. If you're not able to do the job you were hired to do, then you need to be fired. The more honest and objective you can be with yourself, the better. Every day, you should be able to end the day saying, you know what, that was raise quality work today. 
When I was still doing weddings and emailing with brides, under promise, over deliver, that was my motto. We'd say we'd get back to brides in 48 to 72 hours. And in reality, we'd aim for 24 to 48. We always wanted to exceed expectations. The same is true for employees. You always want to exceed expectations for what's required of you. So that's step number one. Be honest and objectively assess your contribution to the team. Sleeping with a Stranger is officially available everywhere books are sold in hardcover, paperback, ebook, and audiobook. Since the book's launch, I've been amazed by how it's been received. From being named a bestseller by USA Today, The Wall Street Journal, Amazon, and Barnes & Noble, to incredibly personal and touching reviews from my amazing readers, it's been such a wild journey. Here's one of my favorite reviews. I got the book in the mail today and finished it before going to bed. It's not that it was an easy read, it's just that I could not put it down. There were so many truth bombs that I could resonate with in my own life, but I will have to skim back through a second time to highlight them since I couldn't stop long enough to do so the first time. I don't remember the last time, if ever, I have wanted to read an entire book in one day, but this one I did. I can't wait to share this story with you. To get your copy, go to jessicazimmerman.com today or wherever books are sold. And to make sure you get all my upcoming book tour updates, join the newsletter list now. Number two, take personal responsibility. Nobody is perfect, right? There will be times when you mess something up at work. I do it all the time. There's a good chance your employer knows you're human and that you're doing your best to avoid making mistakes. You probably don't always have control over the mistakes you'll make. That's why they're mistakes, but you do have control over how you respond. The best thing you can do is take ownership of the mistake and do what you can do to fix it. If you need help finding the words to use to take personal responsibility for your mistakes, try these. That's 100% my fault. Here's how I'm going to fix it. I made a mistake. Thank you for understanding. I'll stay late to make it right. Thanks for catching that error. That's on me. I've corrected it and I will do better next time. Resist the urge to make any kind of excuse or a promise you can't or won't keep. Actions will speak louder than words every time. So own up to what's yours to own. Make it right, then move on. Make sure you take time to plan out how you can prevent the same mistake from happening twice. The best thing you can do is show that you've learned by changing your actions. I've noticed that when people have a hard time taking responsibility for their mistakes, it's because they believe their identity is tied to their perfection. If you're noticing that you're having a hard time taking ownership of your mistakes or your choices, maybe it's time to dig a little deeper and ask whether you think your worth is tied to your identity as a perfect employee, mom, friend, daughter, boss, whatever. When I mess up at work, which again happens all the time, I can admit my mess ups because I know that my work is just one small aspect of who I am and one mistake isn't going to ruin my whole day. Remember that when you make a mistake, yeah, you've screwed up, but you are not a screw up. When you know your value is independent of your work, it's easier to take personal responsibility for your mistakes, to make it right, and to move on.
If you want to build a great business or live a good life, you've got to plan for it. Every year, I take a whole month to reevaluate the past 12 months and figure out what worked, what didn't, and how I can create a life I love for the following year. I teach you my exact planning process in my program, Know Your Numbers, annual planning for your best year. If you want a free training to get some tips on planning your best year yet, go to ZimmermanPodcast.com slash Know Your Numbers. That's ZimmermanPodcast.com slash Know Your Numbers. Finally, number three, be consistent. All relationships, even work relationships, rely on expectation and consistency. You need to know what to expect from your employer, and they need to know what to expect from you. Then you need to consistently deliver on that expectation. This is just one of the many reasons why I say consistency is more important than motivation. If your attitude, your work performance, your timeliness, your attention in meetings, whatever, is determined by how motivated you feel, it's always going to fluctuate and your employer is never going to know what to expect. This will lead to confusion and disappointment. But if you're consistent and dependable, you'll create predictability and trust in your work relationships. And remember, Even if you're self-employed, you're still an employee of yourself. If you want your own business to thrive, it's great to have these same goals for yourself. If you're looking to be the best employee you can be, you've got to put in the work. And this is a great place to start with number one, objectively assessing your work. Number two, taking personal responsibility. And finally, number three, being consistent. I hope you know that what I shared today comes from a place of love and a desire to see you succeed in whatever it is you do. Whether you're someone else's employee or your own, take one thing you heard today and implement it in your week. Whether it's taking responsibility when you mess up without having it ruin your day, or it's setting a more consistent schedule and communicating that schedule to your team. You have exactly what it takes to be an amazing part of a team that is lucky to have you. And I can't wait to hear what kinds of opportunities come up because of your consistent integrity and effort. This week, I hope you get the chance to work hard at work you love doing. And I'll see you back here next week, right here on Zimmerman Podcast.